Lord be praised. Thank you. God bless you. Um, am I allowed to shed some tears? Tears of joy, actually. I'm deeply honored. Um, thank you very much. Thank you very kind um, for the honor. At least you're going to help me to myself. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot be Pastor Brad. I cannot be Pastor Sarah. I cannot be Pastor Tom, Pastor Sandy, or even the Immaculate MC, Matthew. So um, I just... It's the name of the Lord for this honor and pledge. Thank you and God bless. Yeah. So um, this morning, behave like the um, school person. Um, I'm not going to use a palm top or my phone or... Um, yeah. Sam, Sammy, are you close um, on the keys? If, if Sammy's not close, anyone on the keys, I would appreciate it. I just want to be me. Is that okay? Yeah. I don't want to be Pastor Brad because then you won't really love me. I just want to be me. I just want to be me, and I'll trust that God will speak to our hearts. Myself inclusive. I'm in desperate need of his touch this morning. What I usually do, um, if the Holy Spirit permits me to do, is to sing a song before I enter the presence. Because it's not about the enticing words. I've, I've searched through scriptures, also been to churches, I've realized that it's not about the enticing words. It's don't change people um, by themselves. Spirit behind the words actually does the changing. So every time I have the privilege, the opportunity to actually speak like this, one of the things that I love to do is to say, Holy Spirit, come. And one of the easiest way I do that is to go into worship. And like I said, don't mind me. You may see some African styles here. It's just tight your seatbelts. It's not going to be Pastor Brad. I'm serious. Um, he had said he wants a buffet, right? Pastor Brad said he wants a buffet, right? So I assure you it won't be Pastor Brad. I can assure you. Just allow me to be myself. Just allow me to do my thing. Let's see how the Lord will be helpful to all of us. Oh, oh great our God, sing with me. All sing. How great. If I can have some backups, I'll appreciate it. It's just a free service. It's a time for you to just free in the presence of the Lord. Any backup will do for me. All will sing. Nobody knows the song. How great. Saga. How great. How great. How great. How great. How great. Sing with me, how great, how great, how great, all will sing, how great, how great, don't I have a backup, it's a car, do you want me to call a name, any backup on the stage, how great, how great, how great, how great, Sing with me, how great, how great, how great, how great is my Father. All will sing, how great, how great is the Lord, how great is the Lord. His All will sing, the drums will want to sing to Jesus. How great, how great, how great, how great. How great, sing with me, how great, how great is our God. Now sing with me, sing with me. How great, how great 
Sing with me, how great. Sing with me, how great. It's my Father in heaven. I sing to you. I sing to you. Hey, hey. How great, how great, how great. How great. It's our God. Sing with me. Sing with me, sing out and clear. I will sing how great, I will sing how great, how great. Coming out, you're the name, you're the name, you're the name, you're the name above all names. You are worthy, Lord. Yeah, my praise, sing with me, my heart, and my heart, yeah, you're the name, you're the name, you're the name, you're the name above all names, you are worthy, you are worthy, Lord. In my heart, how great is our God. Hear the name above all names, ageless one, mighty God. Put your hands together for yourselves. It's an honor to worship our Father. It's an honor to serve in His home. It's an honor to be home. This is home for you. All right. I just want to stop here today. Because I know that we love time in Australia. <laughs> if I'm going to do Africa, I'm going <laughs> to... So take, take your seats. God bless. Thank you. I love you. Um, I, love, I love God. I love um, this house. Thank you, Pastor Brad, Sarah, um, and Absential. Thank you, Tom and Sandy. It's a privilege um, to serve um, by clearing the counsel of the Lord in this season. So, yeah, revival. And like I said, this is nothing you've um, tasted. So, I'm not going to do Azusa Street Revival. I'm not going to do the Reformation of 500 years ago. That's not what I'm going to do, all right? <laughs> like Matt said... Some of us don't know how to use the pen because we're always on the phone, huh? So, but, so I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to flow as the Lord leads me. So this morning, I'm going to be talking about revival in a different dimension. Can I have the slides on? I'm going to be talking about revival in a different dimension. But I also assure you that that's what the heart of the Lord is saying. Now, until this morning, 5 a.m., God was still speaking. I had to break the protocol. I'm supposed to have sent my slides yesterday. But I still perceive the Lord wanted me to still put something into the slides. That's how funny God is sometimes. So I had to keep writing until 5 a.m. this morning. Just ensure that I, I, I bring down his heart. But I assure you also it's not going to be Azusa. But Azusa is right there, isn't it? So what does revival mean? 
I'm going to be really teaching. One of the things about teachers is that they make a lot of references, right? Because they want you to really say, yes, I agree. They don't want you to leave here saying, oh, what was he saying? don't agree. No, Solomon, what you said is wrong. So I'll do a lot of Bible reading. I'll do a lot of research on the, on the, on, on the, on, on the uh, page here so that just leave here with something. Revival simply implies resuscitation of a person. It's one of the words for revival. When you hear people talk about revival, they're just saying, resuscitate that person that life is almost leaving, him or her, right? So your spiritual life is almost in a gasping state. You need oxygen, you need CPR. Holy Spirit wants to do that. Solomon and to everyone at Forever House. He's not saying that um, you're not good enough. He's just saying that there is some form of energy I want you to show the world. Revival. He wants to resuscitate our hearts. An important improvement in the condition. So our Christian experience, for me, to some extent, it's boring for me. I'm saying, Lord, just give me the instruments that I need. Because I really do want to see God in my everyday life. Once in a while. I've touched God. I've touched Him. But I want to see Him in my everyday. So an important, important improvement in our Christian experience. Important improvements in Forever House. By God's grace, we're seeing them, aren't we? Things are shifting. Okay, let me not be faster than much. An instance of something becoming popular, active. So we're trying to remove passivity. Trying to make certain things popular at Forever House. Just sit tight, you're going to see them happen. Yes, street revival brought to limelight the move and the power of the Holy Spirit. The revival coming in Forever House will not bring that. Can I show you? It's, it's going to be something. God, God will show us what that thing is. But definitely it's going to be through the manifestation of the power of the Holy Spirit. Right? So revival always brings to bear something new. It always does. It always does. So watch out for something new in the life of Forever House. Let's just keep rolling the slides. Once I finish the last sentence, roll to the next. Alright? So God's earnest desire is that every one of His children, including myself... In this season, we live resuscitated Christian lives. Christian life that is based on consistent and daily important improvements. If you're tired of being bored, make up your mind to do something new every day. That's where you, you kick out boredom. My students was asking me, said, I'm bored. I just finished my first degree. I'm bored. <laughs> And I told him quietly, I, I said, of course, I understand where you're coming from because I was once there. One of the things that I have done over the years, 24 hours, and I literally mean it, it's less than 10 hours. People that have been around me, they understand what I'm saying. 24 hours is actually barely 10 hours for me. Because I filled it with all kinds of things. Makes me busy. Not, not busy boredom doing what I love. I came to Australia, the first temptation was to look for a job. Now, please just listen to Solomon, not you. I'm not criticizing you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just trying to, to teach you what is working for my life because I'm talking about important improvements daily basis. I was tempted to look for a job that was going to reduce the amount of time I have for Bible study. I saw myself gradually putting in the applications. Like the Holy Spirit would always do, he came and said, son, don't do it. My time with you, it's what has kicked out boredom out of your life. You can't. Now, just listen to me. It's Solomon talking. All right? Pastor Tom, not Sarah. So, you must 
make up your mind to make daily important improvements. Fill that schedule with to-do lists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do a to-do list. That's going to help. Christian life that is active and not passive. We trust God to delete or reduce to the barest minimum activity from our lives. What revival means. Told you it's going to be different, isn't it? I'm a teacher, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to show you fire from heaven. <laughs> I will just teach you what revival is. Then we will trust God to help us. So surely Forever House is undergoing some important improvements in recent time. New leaders are emerging. MCs, math of all people, departmental leaders, preachers. You're going to see teachers teach. You're going to see preachers preach. You're going to see evangelists. You're going to see apostles. You're going to see prophets. Sit tight. New style of leadership programs are being rolled out. Of course, we're trusting the Lord at Forever House Schools that we're going to have strategic courses that are going to be happening every year. They're not just haphazardly coming into the uh, calendar, but they are path and parcel of our calendar. And for crying out loud, game changer, I may be biased, but that's a course that every single person at Forever House has to go through. Was there. Now, of course, sometimes, bless the Lord for all of us, I'm always looking for knowledge. doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm always looking for knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge is not for those who are weak, for those who are strong, right? So on a lighter mood, it's revival that allows black man called Solomon Gimba to preach in a more or less Caucasian-dominated church, all right? All right? Isn't it a revival? No, isn't it a revival? Would you, would you be comfortable to sit there and then a black man preach to you for hours? <laughs> Tighten your seatbelts as the lead pastors and the senior pastors take us through all the important improvements forever house. All right, guys? Are we ready for the change? It's a time to shift. The time to change. The time to do things differently. If you're tired of the results you've had years and years and years over years, then try to do something new. Change the way you do yesteryears. Start doing today different. One step at a time. Just change something today about your yesterday. Deliberate. Make those important improvements daily. Be active. Stop being passive. Stop shifting the blame to God and to men around you. Take responsibility. For responsibility determines how far you go in life. It's revival to choose. Stop blaming people. Yeah, people are always people. People will always be people. It to shock you to say that Jesus knew that Judas would betray him. He still employed him to staff. Some of you are saying, oh no, he didn't know. The Bible says the Lamb of God who was slain from the foundations of the world. He was from the beginning. The beginning was the Word and the Word was with God. The Word was God. He was in the beginning. And God said, that's the Word, Him, the beginning. He knew that Judas would betray him, but he still employed him. So can I just tell you something? People will hurt you every single day. If your choice is to stay by the herd of people, you aren't going nowhere. So one of the things I've tried to do over the years to build into my life is capacity not to allow no human being keep me put. Or circumstances or events. Being deliberate and being active. Making important deliberate decisions daily to fill my head with God's word. To chase out the regular feelings that are defaulted in my being. As a default being, you have feelings that will never want you to progress. Will want you to hurt people. It's normal to hurt people because that's who you are. The Bible says, and God was angry. And, and he told himself how foolish I was. 
I'm paraphrasing. To have created man. See how man is hurting me. I hated the day I sat down in heaven to discourse amongst Trinity to say that we're going to make man after our image and after our likeness because I hated the day I made that decision. God had to say that because the heart of man is deceitful, desperately wicked above all things. Who can understand it? That was God speaking about the man he created. So guys, humans would hurt you. Solomon inclusive. Things around you will hurt you. The last thing you want to do is to stay there. Jesus would have said, hey guys, I created you. You can't crucify me. So at Gethsemane, he sat down with the Lord and said, oh God, how I wish that this couple passed by me, but not my will. Yours be done. So when he sat at Gethsemane, he was saying, Lord, this is not what I really want to do. Because heaven had done that before the foundations of the world. The word had settled that man would fall and there needed to be another remedy plan. I am willing to take this cup. But it is not my will. Because it's yours, I'm going to do it. The way. So the same man that Jesus came to die for crucified him. It takes man nothing to hurt you. It's default for man to be wicked. Default. It's default. You can't do anything about it. If I were you, it's time for revival. Time to sh- begin to shift. It's time to begin to change how I look at people and give them space and give them allowance. Hurt you. Yes, give them allowance to hurt you. To do that. Because it's man. And without the Holy Spirit. And without the Holy Spirit. Revival. Forgive me. I love what I'm doing. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 to 16. Him therefore... Let's offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Ease the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Not neglect, do good, and to share what you have. Such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Now you see how funny Solomon is? AJV is verse 15. Elisabeth version is verse 16. <laughs> but, but I'm deliberate because I, I want you to see what God wants to you to see. Now, I know a lot of you are like revival, sacrifice of praise the correlation (laughs) don't worry um, we're gonna see in a short while but just a quick look at that passage there are a couple of things a hymn is the hymn jesus of course right i know some people are saying no i'm gonna show you let us offer sacrifice of praise the next key word sacrifice of praise that is of course continually is another key word shall meditate during day and night said is he that reads said is he that reads what the bible revelation 1 3 so by him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise god continually not once in a while not when we feel like it when it's cool continually at ease so the sacrifice of praise what does it mean because that's what the bible is trying to say now I said I'm a teacher, so you're going to follow me closely and gradually. Actually, I won't mind if you say I'm confused. Yeah, that's what teachers do. So, sacrifice. So, actually, there are a couple of phrases that I'm trying to hit on before we start a series. The way it's a series, because I can't finish two verses in one sermon. I can't. Um, it's not possible. Oh, but by him, Jesus, for the sacrifice of praise... Second keyword. The third keyword, continually. The fourth keyword, it's the description of the sacrifice of praise. All English students here. So, 
the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is. What does that is mean? We're trying to tell you actually preceding phrase. The preceding phrase means, isn't it? Australians, Islanders, Africans. That is. So sacrifice of praise means one, fruit of our lips. Two, do not neglect to do good. Three, share what you have. So sacrifice of praise means the fruit of our lips. Two, doing good. Three, sharing with others. How do I know that it's a three-worded phrase? The Bible says, for such sacrifices. Plural. Plural. That means the sacrifice of praise is actually a plural word. Word that has many characteristics than one. So every time you hear the sacrifice of praise, God is actually talking about three things. He's talking about the fruit of your lips. He's talking about doing good. And he's also talking about sharing with others. Now, the fruit of our lips is another series. Doing good is another series. Sharing is another series. Now, today, what I will just stay with, because again, at the end of the day, the Bible says, pleasing to God. Go back to Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. The Bible says, he has made all things for his pleasure. They were made. You were made to please God. It's the only thing you can do unto God and he sees it as a gift. They were made. He made all things for his pleasure. He desires you to please him every single day. And how can you do that? The fruit of your lips, doing good and sharing with others. Does that sound like revival? (laughs) You need to do certain things differently. You need to start doing things differently. So once upon a time, I was in Australia, and the Lord showed me a vision of 10,000 Australian dollars given to me as a gift. I never saw it. (laughs) So one day the Lord spoke to me and said, go sow your last money. Now, I know you don't understand what sow means. Just just hear the word. S-O-W, sow, to plant seeds. Go sow the last money on you, on your pastor. Why did he say that? He said, I want to open up the heavens of Australia over you. Wonder why people like me? Because I follow this principle. I'm just being frank with you. I want people to start loving you. Do everything God tells you to do. Fruit of your lips, say the things he wants you to say. Beginning to become faster than my shadow. The fruit of your lips simply means out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Ye are my branches. Jesus speaking, I'm the vine. So a branch only bears fruit because it's still connected to the vine. So when we talk about the fruit of your lips, we're just saying abundance of your heart should come from Jesus. Vine speaking through you, the branch, and then the fruits are born. Um, I'm running too fast on my, I would want to. All right, so take a break, Solomon. I'm going to follow the slides. By him, by Jesus, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Fruit of our lips, doing good and sharing with others. If you want to learn more about the fruit of our lips, doing good, sharing, always be in church at Forever House. And I'll continue that series. So today, i just like to stay with by him. I just want to stay there, by him. So when we talk about by him, what are we talking about? By him. So by him simply implies through Jesus. Through Jesus. Next slide. 
by him through jesus when the bible was saying by him he was saying through jesus so if you want to do fruit of your lips pass it through jesus if you want to do something to someone pass it through jesus <laughs> i know you're confused don't worry you'll get enlightened soon if you want to if you want to share your possessions with someone pass it through jesus it's just like saying jesus has to vet it jesus has to put his stamp on it and okay before you release it to the market Jesus is saying, I want to be the one that ensures that your goods are of highest quality before you release it to Australians, before you release it to Caucasians or Asians or Africans. Right? So before you say that word today, spring, I want to vet it. I know it's a hard thing. I want to simplify this morning. So before you say anything, before you preach a sermon, Solomon, I want you to stay with me first so that I can breathe upon that sermon. It has to come from me. Math, before you do the MC, I want to breathe over the words you're going to say because you don't know what words do to people. Of course you know. So throughout the series, we're going to be looking at through Jesus day. Then we're also going to discuss the three aspects of sacrifice of praise, benefits of offering, sacrifices of praise, I tell you, you're going to like it. You're really going to like it. Now the Bible says, and God gave him a name that is above every other name. Jesus didn't get that name at creation. He got it after he took the cross. Now a lot of you are asking, truly? Sequence mm-hmm. Sundays, you're going to find that. Let's get started. Through him. Jesus implies, through the revealed word, through the spoken word, wisdom of God, the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. So, every time you hear me say through Jesus, I'm actually saying through the revealed word. Through the spoken word. Like, this is for theology. The Holy Spirit wants to teach you. Because that's how your life becomes easy. That's how people favor you. The Bible says, and the fame of Jesus spread across the whole of nations. People came to hear him. Because something was birthed upon himself. Not my will, but yours be done. So, through Jesus simply means through the revealed word, the spoken word, the wisdom of God, and the spirit of God. Can we roll it down? The revealed word simply means in the beginning, word already existed. It's the revealed word. The word became human and made his dwelling among us. Jesus is the revealed word. Jesus is the revealed word. He dwelt among us. That's the God person that decided to become flesh. The Bible calls him the revealed word. Who is Jesus contemporarily? A lot of us find it hard to understand who Jesus is today. Jesus is not that carpenter's son. Jesus is the spirit of Jesus now alive. God forbid if Solomon, this body dies now. Who died? This body, a person talking from the inside. person talking from the inside, not the body. That's why the person talking here, being heaven, the body will decompose. Agree with me. You are a spirit. You're not your body. You are a spirit. You're not a body. So, Jesus in the human body only came so that we could see him and believe in him. But the real Jesus is the spirit of Jesus that now came back. The Holy Spirit. I'm confusing you the more. Just follow me. So Jesus is the revealed word. He became flesh and dwelt among us said to each other now all the passages are up there you just follow me because i don't have time to read in details but that's why the slides are there you can research it for yourself 
So they said to each other, they said to each other, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures, the revealed word. So are there times when you start doing Bible studies and your heart begins to burn? That's the, reveal, that's the real Jesus. The Bible says the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Every time you're studying the Bible, look out for that burning sensation. Look out for that burning sensation. That's the revealed word. That's the word that gives you power. So when the sons of Sceva came, I said, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, I bind you, I cast you. The Bible said the spirits ruffled them. Because the written word kill it. Life of Jesus is in the spirit. So how come are we not living victorious lives? Because we haven't found the revealed word. We are leaning on the Bible, the written one. It won't work. You can quote scriptures from now till eternity. It won't work. Once the revealed part of that scripture does not come over your situation, you won't sail. So Jesus, speaking to Paul, said, Yes, it's me, Paul, Peter. And Peter, looking at the revealed word, the spoken word, came out. And he didn't sink. But the moment he shifted his gaze from the revealed word, he began to sink. As long as you do Christianity by scriptures, you won't see no help. Heaven is only bounded by the spirit of the scriptures, the written scriptures. That's why you don't see results. You're blaming God. You're saying, God, I've quoted your scripture. It's not working in my life. It's because it's not the revealed word. You have to find the revealed word. And I'm going to show you how to find the revealed word. All right? Next slide. So the aha moments. Aha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. There it is. So the spoken word, the beginning, the word already existed, and God said. So everything that God created was created by the spoken word. You can create reality with the spoken word of God that comes from you. If I decide today to say, Lord, I want Pastor Tom and Sandy to love me, you have no choice. That's why you love me. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. If you want results, results in your life, your Christian life, Listen to what I'm telling you. It's revival. Change the way you study your Bible. Look out for the review of the aha moments. The burning sensation as you study. That's what gives you a hold of your life. To see the results of eternity. Spoken word. A voice came from the cloud saying loud and clear. Loud and clear. Spoken word. You must get it. It's either loudly spoken over you as you study, as you pray. It has to come. Those are the words that gives you liberty. You have to hear it as an inner still voice or you have to hear it as an audible voice. It has to come. Until you get that, don't go bind no demon because they will deal with you. Right? So when the Bible says, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name was bow. It's talking about the revealed word, the spoken word. It's not talking about the flesh Jesus. No. Sons of Keva tried it and it didn't work for them. It's talking about the revealed word. That's what chases your troubles away. Slide. The spirit of Jesus, Bible calls the spirit of truth. All the passages are there. Bible calls the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth. The way, the truth, and the life. The spirit of truth is whose truth? Whose spirit? Spirit of Jesus. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. Just, just, just believe. All right, maybe that's one thing I need to teach you as Christians. You believe. You don't understand. I'm being real. If you want to understand God, you won't. If he was understandable. Now, when I mean understandable, I'm talking about you getting to understand why things are the way they are. 
just believe as you see. So the Bible says the spirit of truth. And who is the truth? Jesus is the truth. So Jesus has a spirit. When he said, I sent you another comforter, he was actually saying, I sent you back my own spirit. My flesh went to heaven. Remember, that's the only human being whose flesh, spirit, and soul went to heaven. Because right in heaven, he's seated at the right hand of the Father. With those nails, you'll see it. So his spirit came back. Because if only the flesh was a gnat, he would only be in Israel. And even if he's in Israel, at a particular place by time. So he wanted that the Holy Spirit, who is his spirit, will come again. And the Bible speaking in Job 32.9, that there is an inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And that inspiration given men understanding. That was the same spirit that came upon David when he played the psaltery and demons were flying. I tell you the truth, to live a victorious Christian life, it has to be through Jesus. When we talk about through Jesus, we're not talking about the flesh. We are talking about what? The revealed word. Spoken word. The spirit of Jesus. Next slide. Who is him? Who is him? Who is him? Next slide. Still talking about Jesus. Holy Spirit. Right. Jesus also is the wisdom of God. Into scriptures for you to read. Jesus is wisdom of God. He's a person hidden inside of Jesus, the wisdom of God. Wisdom of God is for our glory. I'll show you. All the scriptures are there. Wisdom of God is, is revealed only by the Holy Spirit. You have to incline your ears to be able to hear the Holy Spirit. You have to tune your ear. A lot of people say, does the Holy Spirit speak 247? 247, he's speaking. Now imagine a little babe. Little babe. Little babe. You're talking. She's hearing, isn't it? Can she comprehend what I'm saying? Sis, she can't. I'm talking. Holy Spirit is talking every day. Every second. Until you are tuned, you can hear him. As a little babe, can't hear, understand what or not. She's hearing the voice. Hearing sound. Isn't it? She can't understand because she's not mature. You have to incline your ear to hear the Holy Spirit. All these other scriptures, but to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God. And what? Wisdom of God. Jesus. I, wisdom. The Bible is speaking. Wisdom is a person. The person is what? Jesus. Earth was founded by wisdom. In him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Jesus. Oh, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that had been hidden. That God destined for our glory before time began. All right, let's run it down. Beginning to wrap, wrap up. These are the things God had revealed to us by His Spirit. Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. It's not wisdom call out. Wisdom has a voice. It's true. Jesus is speaking every day. 4-7 through His Spirit. Talking. Slide. That's through which Jesus speaks to us. So we have established the fact that Jesus is four persons. He's the revealed word. He's the spoken word. He is the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of truth or the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of the Christ. He is also wisdom, God. That's through which Jesus speaks to us. So I'll just run through this. One is thoughts. Give up your evil ways and your evil thoughts. Why should I do that? That you come to me and I'll give you mine. Actually, what God was saying. I read that scripture a number of times and I was confused. What God was saying is, Solomon, give up your evil ways and your evil thoughts. I've, I've told us already. The heart of man is deceitful, desperately wicked above all things. So God is saying, on your natural senses, son, let go. Why would you let go? Because my thoughts and your, my ways are not like yours. So what am I saying? I want to share mine with you. 
So God was saying, I want to share my thoughts with you. So let go of yours. Come get mine. I want to transform your life. So get my thoughts into your own thoughts. Replace your thoughts with my thoughts. Replace the way you do things with the way I do things. I first of all hear the Father before I speak. Isn't it? Dreams. Solomon saw God in a dream, isn't it? God said, what do you have me do for you? Lord, I need wisdom. His life changed. I'm telling you principles that if you work with, if you do life through Jesus, everything around you must change. Queen Sheba came to see King Solomon and gave him $480 million. I know some of you are asking me, how do I know that? Go and make your research. Researcher. The amount of gold Queen Sheba came, the Bible says the amount of gold she brought, none other brought ever again. Wisdom from God transformed the man entirely. Vision. After these events, the word by a period, and the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Speaks through vision. Torah representations of the future. He does that. And if he gives that to you, it never fails. God led conversations. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1 through 5. Nehemiah began to talk with Hanani. And Hanani said, the walls of Jerusalem are broken down. He said, what are we, what are we going to do about it? And the Bible said, the Holy Spirit led him into prayers and fasting. And he fasted for days. Until the word of the Lord came unto him and he prevailed for the king. In a voice, the outer voice. Nehemiah communicated with God in an instant when he was before the king. And God spoke to him what to say. And when he said it, the king gave him permission. That landed him as a governor. If you hear God, I tell you, check all the stories. Every one of them that heard the Lord and did what the Lord showed them, they were given a reward. Benefits of sacrifice of praise. Inner witness, persuasion, conviction. I'm persuaded. There is this assurance, this conviction in your heart. That's God speaking to you. As long as it's aligned with his goodwill. It's always peace. The peace of God which passeth all understanding. It's a route through which God's... You know, a lot of you are saying God is not speaking. Probably you were not taking note of all these things. Speaking. Prophecy. Prophecy to confirm any of the above. Let's run. Position, prepare, or cultivate your heart for access to Jesus. Spoken, revealed word of God. The spirit of Jesus. The wisdom of God. Through daily reading of the written Bible. Daily studying of the written Bible. Or the word. Memorizing of the written word. Run through. Next slide. Meditating on this written and the spoken word. Speaking of the written and the spoken word to situations. Queen of the written and the spoken word. Praying and singing the word. And Silas prayed and sang hymns of praise. God wants us to offer sacrifice of praise to him continually. Only through Jesus. Do it through your route. You won't get results. I would say God has exalted his word even above his name. Word of God is exalted above God himself. God respects the word above himself. If the word of God has said anything, just think anything. What God can save you from? Precaution of not doing those words. That's why we're going to hell if actually eventually. Because God had already said in his word that anyone who does not believe in the son is condemned already. So, because the word has spoken it, not even God can have mercy. Word prevails. Could be that you had known him earlier. Recently, he had abandoned that relationship. Maybe that's why you're not hearing him. Maybe that's why life is not working as planned. Maybe you have always the plans, then you rub off on him. He's a letter taught. He's a letter taught. Oh, uh, Jesus, you know, I've already done this. I need you to give me a thumb print. Jesus wants to start something new at Forever House. He's already started it change of leadership, the change of structure, the way things have been done. 
allow him cruise with you in this season. Meet him. Incline your ears to my sayings. Truly your ear doesn't want to. Your ear is at the default stage. Default state of your ear is this way. And God is saying incline it at an angle called 45 degrees, 90 degrees. No, no, that's it. Incline your ears to my say. Naturally, your ear doesn't want to hear God's word. I'm just being frank. You don't have the patience to stay with him. Hear the revealed, the spoken. Holy Spirit speak to you. So we're always in a hurry. A hurry, an accident. He's okay with it. He's okay with it. That's what the Bible says. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He's always merciful. Doesn't matter how you've led your life in the past. He's just saying, come, start a new journey. Because the truth is, I really love life to be a smooth sail for you. It's actually really, really possible. You need to work hard, but I need you. Need you. Work with me. I'll, I'll break any world that I need to break to just get at you. That's what I'm trying to do this morning. I just want to get to you. Come, let's work together. Allow me to reveal me to you. Allow me to speak to you the spoken word. Allow me the power of the Holy Spirit to stomp through your situations. There was chaos on earth and the Holy Spirit hovereth upon the waters. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He hovers upon situations waiting for the word to act. The word came and acted upon the hovering of the Holy Spirit. God said, and the light came. Every time God spoke, things shifted. Every time. Every time. So when God told Abraham, sacrifice your son, Abraham did sacrifice the son. God did three things. Forever, the world hasn't recovered from. The first, God became Jehovah Jireh. That's the first mention of Jehovah Jireh. He provided a lamp. Secondly, he spoke directly to the ear of Abraham. Thirdly, the Bible says, in blessing, I will bless you. Genesis chapter 22, verse 1 to the end. Every time God spoke to a man, and the man owned up and listened to him, victories, successes. I'm, I'm calling you to a new leave of life. I've been living it perfectly. I've seen results in my little life. You chose to give honorably for my family to come to Australia. You don't give by yourself. The Holy Spirit told you to do it. I remember telling Pastor Robert, I didn't ask for it. He said, no, we just want to love on you. Tell you a secret that has changed my life. Has made me love Caucasians. That has made me love Africans. I'm being real. It's the word here. Under the encounter, you just say, I need some prayer. It's free to come over the altar. We'll pray with you. I tell you, it's a sweet life. When the Holy Spirit reveals what the spoken word speaks through you. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word. African has just preached. Took all the time in the world. <laughs> Passed the message across. That's your heart. If you want some prayer, please feel free. Just come to the altar. We're just finished now in a moment. Just saying, Holy Spirit, I really want to do life with you. Through Jesus. Through Jesus all the way. I have usually missed your word. But now I understand that you actually speak through thoughts. I now understand that you actually speak through dreams, visions, prophecy. Both. How easy it is. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You. Your word will live inside of us and amongst us. Jesus name. Amen. Hey the teacher has spoken.